The Money Show. Small business. So how do your customers find out about you? How do they know that you exist? And once they know that you exist, why do they care that you exist? Pablo Fatidi's help. As you know, there are around 480 billion websites around the world. And they all play in the same World Wide Web that we establish our websites in the hope that when we build our website and when we invest in it, customers are going to find us, discover us, have a look at what fantastic offers we have on the website, believe in us, engage with us, and say, please, can we spend our money with you? But mostly, it never happens that way. It doesn't happen that way. Building a website in its own right is already a business that's, that takes a lot of attention. There are five elements to it. You need to have a strategy for the website. Why are you building it and what do you hope that it does? Then you need to have content. And that content needs to be relevant to whoever it is that you're trying to reach. Then you've got to have design. So it creates a nice look, a nice feel. Then you've got to have navigation, what they call UI and UX, user interfaces and user experiences. So people can figure out where to go and what to find and what to engage with. Then you've got to manage the website and keep it safe and keep it optimized. And once you've gone to that entire expense, really you put it out there and sit back and look at the phone and wait for the phone to ring or wait for people to cross this, the threshold of your store with cash in hand and say, Bruce, Bruce Business, we are in. We want to buy. What do you have to offer? And it just doesn't work that way. It needs so much it, more. It, no, it's so much more. The boring point is you have to go through that that very expensive and time-consuming and actually very difficult process of creating the presence. It has to be there because the moment people actually do hear about you, want to know about you, the first thing they're going to go is to Dr. Google and ask him a question. Who is Pablo Fatidis or who is Bruce or whatever the case is? And they must have somewhere to go uh, because if they don't have somewhere to go, you don't exist. So that's important. So. So then, okay, so that's the that's a baseline. It's like having your number yep. in the, the telephone book 30 years ago or in the yellow pages 30 years ago. Okay. What do we do now? Well, I want to I tell you a story. I, I, I want to share a story with you, and it's a story about fishing. And I met a, a business about a week and a half ago, a really interesting business, and they sell fishing equipment and fishing tackle and all things to do with fishing. And I was looking through their catalogs, I was learning about their business, and I discovered um, a number of freshwater fish are available for fishing purposes in South Africa. And one of them- You're not a fisherman, are you? Sorry, you're you're not a fisherman. Are you a fisherman? I don't think you're a fisherman. A number of fish are available for fishing purposes in South Africa. You sound a bit distant from the art of fishing, Pablo. Just (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm going to get right into it now. Because I had to learn about this business. And, And one of the fish that you can catch is- a freshwater fish called carp. And a carp is really a very ugly looking uh, koi fish. They live in these big dams. They live in murky, uh, cloudy water. They suck the mud at the bottom and they find all sorts of grubs and things to eat at the bottom of these big dams. And the art of carp fishing is called papkhoi. And I discovered that papkhoi is where you arrive at the side of the dam You have your rods, you have your reels, you have your line, you have your hooks. And what you need to do is you need to put bait on the end of the hook. And normally the bait is made of 
pap. Pap. You know that delicious stuff that we eat with chakalaka and Absolutely. and vault and all those things? So you put the pap at the end of the hook and you might put a millipip on it as well. You cast it in and then you sit with your your mates and you sit there and you have a, a good conversation and eventually at some point in time the fish finds the bait, swallows the bait and you hook the fish and reel it in. But the problem with carp fishing, with papkhoi bruce, is that you can do all of that and still have no luck. And that's what it's like having a website. So what people do is they flavor the pup. They put mustard in it, they put turmeric, they put garlic, they put chili, they put all sorts of flavors. And those flavors start to create some attention. The flavor drifts through the water, the carp picks up the scent, <laughs> moves towards it, and if you've got five baits in the water, you've got five more chances than if you have one bait. I'm seeing in, where you're going with this. I mean, it's like shark cage divers <laughs> chumming the water to get for the, the sharks closer for the tourists. Yeah, you've got to get them to your website. Yeah. So having gotcha. the website in its own right means that you need to go papkhoi. And papkhoi takes the form of a campaign, marketing campaigns. And campaigns are active processes where you tell the world that you have a website, you tell the world that you exist. And you might be telling the world in the World Wide Web, or you might be telling the world on radio, you might be telling the world through flyers at the corner of a busy intersection, a billboard, a magazine. Remember those things that we used to read, magazines? And many other do. ways. Yep, so do I, when you can get hold of them. And, and those things are called campaigns. And what surprises me is that there are so many fantastic businesses out there with really great products. And Bruce, they don't actively run and generate campaigns. So I think we need to figure out how to create Papkhoi through campaigns. And a campaign has several elements to it. I mean, like, you know, when you talk to, to digital agencies, they'll say to you, well, now you need to... Uh, what is the term? There's, there's a special technical term for basically seeding the internet um, with data about you and information about you. And, and all of this stuff costs an awful lot of money. And for many businesses in the startup phase, it's money that you know you should probably spend, uh, but you need to do it on, a, on an affordable basis. So how do we become known as cheapskates? Well, you know what? A, a digital is one form of a medium that you can use to communicate a campaign. A campaign has a number of elements to it. The first thing you've got to do is you've, you've got to have a promotion. And that is, what is the message that you want to communicate? And is that message relevant to who you want to reach? So if you don't know who you want to reach, if you don't know why you want to reach them, and if you don't know what to tell them, you're dead in the water, literally. You're casting into that lake with a hook and no bait at all. You've got to have a good flavor, and that is the message in your promotion. The next thing is you need to design it so it fits with its distribution platform. Is it going to be a Facebook ad? Is it going to be a radio ad? Is it going to be a flyer on that busy corner? How do you design that format to make it attractive, to make it look credible, to make it look real? Do you have all the right information on it to both entice and engage excite your audience, as well as a call to action. What do they do if they see it? So you've got to communicate it out there. The next thing is you must measure its performance. Did it work? Did what you do work? Could it be done better? 
Maybe if you tried Facebook and it didn't work, should you try the flyer campaign? If the flyer campaign didn't work, should you, should you scrape up and save up and put a radio ad on and see what happens? So you've measured it and you've seen whether it works or not. And then the thing is, Bruce, you've got to repeat it. Casting one bait into the water and hoping for the best is fundamentally different to casting again and again and again and again. Sometimes it takes four, five, six, seven casts before you actually hook a fish. The last part of this is you've got to have multiple campaigns. Cast in five rods instead of one rod. Do the email campaign and the Facebook campaign. And if you can afford it, the radio campaign. And definitely do the flyer campaign. But run multiple campaigns. Because if I, in my day, need what you have to offer but don't know of you, and I happen to see you on a Facebook ad, and I happen to hear you on a radio, and I happen to pick up a flyer at a corner uh, by traffic lights, and when I arrive at work, you happen to have found my email address and posted a promotion to me through email. When those all add up and stack up and rack up over the week, it engages me, it builds familiarity, and with that builds trust. And that's how you then bring me to your website to learn more at a deeper level, at a more informative level, to then at that point in time, hopefully convince me to become your customer. Pablo Fatidis from Auric Business Accelerator.